0: Have you been shadow banned by the liberal media? Free market got you down? Do you get ratioed on every Twitter post because of your shit takes on literally everything? Then producer Dave and HK are probably watching your three-hour dissertation on how a tomato cannot possibly be a fruit because gender and critical race theory can be cured with ivermectin. The Intellectual Dollar Tree, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Please leave it a one-star review on iTunes. Check out the rest of our schedule at ecoplexmedia.com. Uh, welcome to the post game. <clears throat> more unfortunately, I don't know if we're going to watch the rest of this. Cause there's still like an hour and 20 left of it, but I want to watch some more of this. I just had to cut, I just had to cut it. Cause the pod, if it goes over an hour and a half, like even over an hour, you, we, we, we get some good stats from like iTunes or I'm sorry, Apple podcasts now. And like the listenership drops off after about an hour. So it's not useful to, um, go super long on the pod. Um, I don't think we'll be able to sit through all of this but let's let's get to some more of it before we uh before we move on this evening
1: having had that sensibility to see the um the vic the vic the victimhood card that's being played a lot but let let me let me and i know i'm i'm pushing people's buttons i'm expecting lots of hate uh responses for some of this but but let but me you know I would expect, what.
2: There's lots of data on this. Yeah, you there's know?
1: lots of data. That's what's amazing. And then the da- and I but like
0: so far, the data they've been citing is pretty weak. Some of it's from the 60s and it's about, it was about sex differences. And I'm just telling you there. I don't I, in the 60s, there were some places, some states where a woman couldn't even get her own fucking credit card if, unless she was like, n- like single. Like only her husband could get a credit card and shit. Like you think that doesn't have an impact? Like your data, your data—it seems like it sucks. Data matters, and but you—I just read the book, and you wrote it a long time. Modical, thank you for the I donation. Yeah, we're trying to raise money to for the studio, and I appreciate you. it. Modical, you've been yeah, so generous done. over the last couple of months. Core two was remember Reply to my message. I told you I'd send you yeah, some stickers. You I want to send you some that's stickers. That's we have awesome stickers. I'll send you a bunch percent. of them. If
1: you don't want the stickers, give them to somebody else. Test. Uh, educationally males and females in cohort two were in a dead heat with nearly the same high proportion of getting bachelor's master's and doctoral degrees yet the traditional gender gap in stem majors persisted the, 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 these women were about twice as likely to take stem majors as the general population of female undergraduates but this was also true of the men and the male female ratio in stem degrees was was about 1.6 even in that sample so once again, they were more because they were incredibly skilled. They were more likely to go into scam, but 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 men were still more likely in that in that, in that uh, group. Um, uh, um, even though everyone in core two was gifted in math skills, those with those whose verbal skills were even higher than their math skills, namely yeah, it was seventies. It was the seventies when the ended up when social science. and it was
0: still like some banks still just didn't want to do it. But yeah, it was like the 70s when, when women were able to generally have their own bank account, which is fucking
1: insanity. This is humanities, business, and law. While those whose math skills were greater than their verbal skills tended to end up in scam fields, reinforcing the notion that, that you like you do what you like to do. And if you're stronger in one area... Then Except that you mentioned law
0: and the legal field is a fucking boys club. Dude, come on.
1: You do it. Um and um then, then then you talk about the top the, this final group which is one in ten thousand individual level um and uh even gifted women who are attracted to stem gravitate towards the life sciences, as you point out not math but are they science. pushed well that's
0: exactly what i was saying about my sister i'm like wondering now like in, in hindsight was she being pushed towards marine biology because of like some kind of like sexist thing that i didn't understand then and probably don't understand now
1: Sciences it's a subtle tendency proportionally males outnumbered females by almost two to one on the things oriented sciences that means physics mathematics engineering and females outnumbered males by almost two to one in the people oriented sciences like life sciences biology and etc
0: um but when you i bet when you fucking i bet when you take apart biology into separate subfields you're going to see things like i bet evolutionary biology is fucking dominated by men
1: who say or women or who are so evolutionary biologists aren't sending us their, their best, by the way, field are not scared off by science per se. They instead tend to prefer those fields that deal with living things rather than non living things. And I thought that was a um, an interesting point. Uh, anything you want? Did I? Did, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, baked
0: into this is a oh, they, is they just deal? the assumptions baked into this are amazing. And the the big assumption here it seems to be that societal pressure is just not that big a factor. And I feel like that's absurd.
2: Thing I would add.
0: And I feel like that's getting better, but it's getting better because, you know, like in education, people are trying to put the thumb on the scale a little bit to try to make it better. And these people are fucking mad about it. Ah, whatever. Fucking stay mad.
2: Is that did the feminist revolution in the 1970s have any effect? The answer is yes, it did. You did have a lot of vocational changes in vocational patterns in the 1970s, including an increase of women going into STEM fields. The interesting thing is that these increases, which I think were directly the result of opening up of opportunities, had stabilized very quickly. They stabilized by the late 1980s or early 1990s in most cases. And they've now been pretty stable for 30 years.
0: But and that's because the fucking – the. It's like um, it's like if societal pressure was a 30-pound weight before the 70s, and we made some progress, and after the 70s, let's say it was a 20-pound weight. Well, it's still a weight. It's still pressure. It's just there's less pressure, and so the pressure has less effect on some people. I'm going to guess generally people of higher socioeconomic backgrounds.
2: And, um, and, and so here is circumstantial evidence— but it seems to me that because you did observe the initial change, which is environmental, uh, that the fact that it stabilized in the last 30 years.
0: So this kind of assumes the the other thing baked into this is that, like, basically the feminism of the 70s was like the end of the road. Right. That it was like that we were done. Oh, we, we solved the we solved sexism in the 70s. Y'all burn the bra problem solved
2: indicates that a burden of proof has shifted somewhat so that uh if you're going to say it's still because of racism uh, sexism that women aren't doing this stuff okay you can try to make that case but you got to make the case you i
0: would use if i was talking to one of these people i would use i would hope that i would use the term societal pressures in fact that's how i've been talking about it all evening Cause sexism is almost like an accusation against someone's character. Whereas we talk about societal pressure and it's a, it's a system wide problem. It's a, it's systemic, it's, it's societal. And that's, I think like talking about it in that way would be effective in at, to at least some part of a, a fence sitting audience, it would be like a more effective way to talk about it you're saying the same thing, right? But you're like, you're not accusing the people in the audience of sexism. And I think that that's, it's like really important that if, if I was going to be talking to people who like Charles Murray, that I would choose the way I talk about these things a little more carefully versus just saying, well, it's obviously the patriarchy. It's not that that's not the case. It's just that I'm not going to convince anybody with that language. So I just use different language to describe the same thing in the same way, different words, less, less fucking loaded shit. But (laughs) The problem is these people never talk to somebody who has my view of this stuff, right? They just don't do it. They won't do it. <clears throat> they just talk within their own, like, kind of in-group about this stuff.
1: You can't assert it. And that, that's what's really important. And that's that's what resonates and why I, I think i become involved in this a little bit is that I've been a part of it. And I've watched how it's, you know, this diversity push is not new. And then, in the nineties, as I say, we were. So uh, wait, was there, so the diversity push, I guess in the seventies was good, but not in the nineties. Is that what we're, is that where we're at now? Eighties, but nineties, by the time I was chair of a department, uh, early nineties, we were working very, very hard. And there was a huge effort to, to try and, um, recruit, uh, women and minorities and, and, and it's not new. And the notion that somehow that
0: it has to be legit ledgers- Sharpie Diesel. I didn't even know. I didn't even know what your gender was. That's one of my favorite things about the community here, by the way, is that I don't, I don't know these things about anybody. It's pretty cool. Also, I'm really glad that uh, a lot of a disproportionate amount of women watch this channel, based on like the man men versus women, um, like demographics of Twitch more broadly.
1: That somehow universities were systemically barring women. From fields thirty years ago. Well, that was true fifty years ago, as you're pointing out. But it wasn't true thirty years ago, and it hasn't. Ch- and the fact that that the numbers, as you quote them, haven't changed much, is very interesting. Uh, a very interesting point, and I think it, it's it's quite telling. And and
0: uh, yeah, I rate lump. That's exactly like make- when when we. I don't know if you were here. We re-listened to Sam Harris talking to Ezra Klein, and that was like his big point is that you know Charles Murray is a fucking charles murray is a partisan hack and that's his primary job ezra didn't use that language but i'll use that language he wants to shape policy in a certain way and a lot of these people like almost want to like divorce his what they're calling his research from his like from his mission as a political operator oh thanks for the resub professor q i appreciate the support Professor Q is a valuable member of this community. We had a couple academics who hang out here. I can't believe it.
1: I the point also that you can also see this difference and it, 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 it go in the other direction, that the that the removal of barriers for women has not only increased the number of women in STEM, but, it, but it's increased the number of women in education to the point that right now, women at higher educations outnumber men By huge factor, most universities it's 60% women, 40% men. But at
0: at the professor level, at the tenure professor level, like, again, just working at the university, like, how does this fucking, how does the layer cake operate at the university?
1: And, and, uh, and,
0: like, uh, I remember when I was a kid at a school, right, like, at a public school, a lot of the teachers were women, but you'd be hard-pressed to find a woman principal.
1: And he, I think that, you quote this number, 1960, 20 men got a professional degree for every woman who did because it was legislated, that women were excluded. By 1970, the ratio was less than 10 to 1. By 1980s, it was less than 3 to 1. In 2005, it became equal, women caught up with men. Since then, more women have gotten more professional degrees than men every year. Um, as of 2016, 93,000 and change, women got professional degrees compared to 84,000 for men and um and and uh and that continues um uh um and uh so that in fact more more phds women are getting more phds than men uh, in universities and so the notion that universities are systemically um uh, uh infringing on the education of women generally certainly can't be made yeah
2: and and uh, the notion that uh the fathers of these daughters uh have been or the mothers have been telling them to uh oh get married and have babies and don't that that's not true either Uh, that's
0: less that's less true than it that it's been in the past but there are certainly parents who want that in fact i maybe nah
1: that's a little that's a little
0: maybe maybe not so much Maybe I'll, I'll, leave, that I'll leave that one. Leave that one. That'll be for a conversation following maybe following I have with the university. media lunch someday.
1: And well. I think the other important point that really uh, is worth stating is that is the global nature of this. The fact one can argue it's a societal thing, and one can argue that there are social factors, as people do. Social pressures. sir. Yeah, yeah. That's that, exactly that, that's my whole argument is social pressure. That There's a global consistency in the numbers. They're almost. They're 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 very stable um, from all countries. Um, the relative strength effect size of math for ki- for boy- for boys versus girls young young kids is 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 pretty stable in 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 um in most countries and on average women worldwide are more attracted to vocations centered on people and men to vocations centered on things and in fact i think the point god i feel like is- a broken record how do we how do we just
0: how do we not how do we know it's not social pressure
1: that though that difference is in is larger in societies that are more egalitarian, where you would think there are fewer barriers. Oh
0: my God, the SNED um, is wearing a cowboy hat. That guy's hell of L.A., for example. for example, you can for take to, the SNED out of L.A., but you can't take the L.A. out of the yeah. SNED. Right.
2: Yeah. That but more women, if they go into the sciences, go into biology or they go into if they're going into medicine, that more women go into uh, direct patient care as opposed to surgery come on, this is not something that we need to lose sleep over. It, the- it, we don't need to like, like losing sleep over.
0: It isn't the thing. It's like, we, we can think about these things and we can, we can ask why. And we can wonder if our society is built in such a way that it pushes people in certain directions without even anybody really consciously doing it
2: contrary you know what the idea that you have lots of very mathematically talented women who are going into let's say the people-oriented social sciences that's not a bad thing that's a good thing uh in in all cases why don't we relax and say
0: except that women in the social sciences like those are that's kind of like some of my twitter circle is women who are in the social sciences uh sociologists, linguists, uh, those sorts of things. Uh, one of my favorite people on Twitter is Dr. Green. Uh, she's a linguist and people are just, and she's, I don't know, uh, like her educational background. first of all, it's none of my business. It's not like we're, it's not like we're homies. Right. But people always like accuse her of just being in a soft science because she's a woman. And so the idea that these, these pressures and these stereotypes don't exist or just aren't borne out by even just looking at a few women social scientists who I'm friendly with on Twitter and their, their experience can't be unique. I do gravitate towards more people who are less afraid of controversy, people who are more willing to stir the pot. People who are more, who are more, more willing to talk the shit, but just because they're talking shit doesn't mean they're not good at
2: math. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not, that's, that doesn't make sense. Let's well, say we have made enormous progress in allowing men and women alike to fulfill their potential in the way that they see fit
1: it i uh, i obviously i couldn't agree more and i and and it's even I'd add to that by saying it not only should we not relax, but what is incredibly sad is you take environments like university. There are no more enlightened environments or there used to be no more enlightened environments in, in, in the world and certainly in America um, and, and the West than universities where and, and why do you and, think that though? You, you that, think that because
0: you worked at universities and you thought you were a liberal. I don't know. I don't know what are the what are the what are your uh, what are the women who were uh, on the staff at the university when you were the the head or whatever of the department or whatever what did they think what did they think was going on there
1: that level of enlightenment and that level of open open encouragement has been around for a long time but instead what we're seeing is the is the claim of the exact opposite that that uh they are 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 systemically biased that 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 they're that they're unsafe that uh and 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 those are the reasons that that there are these disparities and it's sort of it's so it's it's tragic for me as as someone who like we were talking about it
0: fucking was 1970s when women were just allowed to have their own bank accounts it's not like it's not like the people who live through that are dead and gone not like the people who impose those systems are all dead and gone like
1: what the fuck? I can even see like fucking. What history start yesterday? An environment where not only is that claim made, but if you disagree with that claim now, you are you are ostracized.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, agreed.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go got, to the next claim, which is, is th-
0: yeah. He Kraus is a pretty bad interviewer because he's clearly like reading off of a list of questions. And his questions are more like statements that he's kind of teeing up for Charles Murray to agree with. <clears throat> you know, if he's really a liberal, you'd think that they would have had a few places where they kind of don't see eye to eye on this or that. I mean, you know, when I talked to Chris Kavanaugh, there were, we didn't really lean into it too much during the interview, but we talked about a couple, we, there were a couple places where we kind of don't see eye to eye on things. And I like Chris, I think he's a super nice guy. If I'm ever in Japan, he I'll make him buy me drinks. Um, but like, I can't imagine having a discussion with somebody controversial like Charles Murray and just not and disagreeing with him about nothing. It's crazy.
2: We've only got eight more to do.
1: Yeah, I know, but we're going to go faster. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. It's uh, yeah. Kraus is kind
0: of, of the, a shitty interviewer.
1: The arguments, the basic setting up the arguments, is somewhat similar. And so I was thinking, you know, as I was reading, I was thinking, well, okay. When, you know, it, when we get to race, you're right, it'll be a different kind of, it's a historical argument, but but I do want to get to the sex differences in the brain briefly, um, which is, uh, I guess, um, many uh, uh, sex differences in the brain are coordinated with sex, difference, sex differences, personality. The fact that, that uh, again, what seems to be a heretical statement but should simply be viewed as a fact on the basis of neuroscience is that men's brains are are great. Get a neuroscientist on. And I don't mean Sam Harris, Sam Harris
0: has a neuroscience degree, but he's a talk show host. Get a neuroscientist on, get somebody who's like doing good work in their field. Get somebody who's examining these kinds of differences in brains, have them on to talk to you about it. Because Charles Murray works for a right-wing think tank.
1: And there, there are measurable biological causal factors having to do with hormonal effects that produce that so why don't you why don't you just quick briefly
2: there are a wide variety of of differences that have been identified Wait, what are they everything from different volumes uh reality volumes of the brain and men and women
0: oh that's uh, fucking straight up phrenology shit it you you actually the brain unless like there's um some kind of like genetic defect or whatever literally having a big brain like that it takes up a little more volume than mine. There's no way that 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 doesn't make you smarter. It doesn't mean you're smarter because you have more brain. What if your brain is like as big as a fucking watermelon and just as fucking smooth as the
2: watermelon too? You know. uh two different actual total volumes you have a variety of specific things that have done with been done with different reasons oh, i'm not going to go into those they're fascinating but i will go with the one thing that i certainly wasn't familiar with and i imagine a lot of people watching aren't either when i thought about the role of testosterone that yeah. famous hormone i thought about it in terms of the it's circulating as a drug and, and you know and it has yeah. effects like alcohol has yeah. or whatever and and it does have those effects and they are important
0: and i don't like calling people smooth uh, brains, brains either that's some
2: shitty like edge lord crap, crap i don't have like have higher levels of testosterone they, they affect sex differences what i did not know was that you have uh prenatally these surges of testosterone that affects they bind with uh, with certain parts of the brain and certain receptors of the brain mm-hmm. among males uh and not among females who develop normally and they change fundamentally the structure of the brain the functioning of the brain and in particular the links to the lateralization of the brain are very strong i don't know what that uh, means whereby lateralization
0: like this behavior, stuff too this uh fucking uh Alex from Q origins was the one who started who either coined this term or was the first person I heard say it. It's like academic window dressing, right? We don't know if what he's saying is true. It sounds sciencey, but we don't know. And this is for a lay audience. So Lawrence is supposed to be like a science communicator for like a lay audience, right? This is not a communication that's designed to be consumed by um, uh, neuroscientists. So you're basically telling people something about a field that you're not involved in and because they're also not involved in the field, but you're like an authority figure or whatever in their mind, they're just going to agree with you or believe you or believe that the thing that the science found means what you say it means.
2: Insofar as a brain is lateralized, that means that one of the hemispheres of the brain is doing a whole lot of work separately from the other one. And insofar as it's not lateralized, both sections of the brain are are operating in in greater coordination. And there is not really an argument among neuroscientists that male brains are lateralized much more than female brains and that it is a direct result of the uh, testosterone surges prenatally that uh, bind with receptors in the brain. I'm having to simplify all of this very greatly. Well, this you're not a neuroscientist Can explain uh, the visual spatial skill difference between males and females for reasons I won't go into except mm. think in terms of suppose you have one part of the brain that is optimized for efficiency in visual spatial skills and in males more than in women. And the other thing is, I suppose you have a brain in which the two hemispheres communicate uh and are not lateralized. The former can explain why you have uh, elevated visual spatial skills in males. The latter can explain such things as, for example, if you have an injury to the left hemisphere, I hope i'm not mixing up left and right at this point i always have problems with left we'll and right. just say
1: we're interviewing um, you in a mirror it's okay <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh, but 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 if, if uh, males suffer a damage to the left hemisphere their language function is screwed and they are very unlikely to uh, get it back again whereas women it's much easier for women with exactly the same kind of injury to just simply shift the load to the other uh, other hemisphere and recover oh irate lump
0: nothing fucking pisses Which these people off more than the discussion of bimodal distributions right
2: is better <laughs> you know it depends on what you what, what, what your you criterion measure is and that's true with just about everything involving oh
0: you're back i gotta pee in the mail these two uh these two skull it measures will good fucking versus run bad. the chat or run the show while
2: it i'm gone is, it depends on what you want to optimize
1: absolutely and and you know and and uh and you remind me with lateralization. My wife always reminds me that I'm not good at multitasking because I have such a small corpus callosum, that 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 you know, which connects <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> which, which connects the two halves of the brain, and so we have a teeny one. So she she says, oh, I'll forgive you because you have a tiny corpus callosum." And uh, but it is true it's that that oh yeah, an and, and and well, she certainly knows those things and and, and uh, can try and understand every now and then. Um, but it is true, in fact, uh, and I was happy to see the data in your book that 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 connector, if you wish, between the two hemispheres is measurably larger on average, on average, again, the distributions in women than men. And, and even even in, in infants, um, you, uh, just the last bit before we move on to the next subject, one one quote I took from here, which I thought was fascinating, we found that toddlers at toddlers at 12 and 24 months of age who had we had identified as having lower fetal testosterone now at higher levels of eye contact and a larger vocabulary or putting it the other way around the higher level of prenatal testosterone the less eye contact you now make and the smaller your vocabulary i mean so these when you're seeing it in kids it's just really quite amazing and i think um, um you know that's the kind of thing that is that that is fascinating and in some ways should be celebrated as so part of in
0: the one thing i'm noticing here and maybe not so much from Krauss because he's sort of not making these kind of bold scientific claims. But one thing I'm noticing here is Charles Murray's not doing a lot of hedging when he's talking about um, neuroscience. And like when he talks outside of his field, right, he's not doing a lot of hedging. He's not going, well, the evidence we have, you know, seems to suggest this or the studies I've read seem to suggest this. Whereas like if you were Listening to somebody who is a neuroscientist talk about this, somebody not like just they have a degree in a talk show like Sam Harris. I mean, somebody who's in the field of neuroscience, maybe giving a talk at like a neuroscience convention or some kind of convention with academics. They're going to do a lot of hedging. Experts hedge a lot because they know that they don't know everything. They know that. They know that we're still working on this shit. And so that's like a real it's a real simple way it's one of the ways that I know it's like one of the first things, like when someone's an academic or, an, um like supposedly an intellectual or whatever, I tend to trust the, those people who we would describe that way more if they hedge a little bit more, if they're, if they're not always making these like strong declaratory statements about things like the science of your brain,
1: human diversity and the wonder of being, of, of being male or female, but um unfortunately, uh, as you say, there's to put a value judgment on whether being better at mechanical things or you know better at being able to communicate or at, or or relate socially it's just, it's just ridiculous. And it, capitalism
0: seems to do that though. it's not like it's not like you have to do it as an individual. The system sure seems to pay uh, engineers better than um, the people in HR, you know
1: and. As you stress in the book, and I want to stress over and over again, these are statistical statements, every individual. And and, and I think it's really important. And one of the things that I know recently I wrote about a faculty member didn't get a scholarship, didn't get a, a, a grant in Canada, a physicist, because more or less he said i treat everyone as an individual it was his diversity statement and i and i you know and i look at their skills and that was obviously not good but that's exactly what all of well, this that's suggests. too bad that they
0: didn't get the sure, grant maybe the people that were giving the grant wanted a little wanted to hear a little bit more their fucking grant
1: statistical means and averages and changes but every individual has skills and talents that are different and have to be treated as individuals and very important difference okay let's let's go from gender now that we push that button and then many people have probably pushed who don't agree have already pushed their own buttons uh and, and may have left but let's go to the next which is not controversial at all which is race <laughs> yeah. oh no and um, and, um race we must is secure oh construct. and um and so Uh, The statement you make, which, again, which is not contentious, you would argue, is human populations are genetically distinctive in ways that correspond to self-identified race and ethnicity.
0: Even he uses the word self-identified race and ethnicity. Come on.
2: That's an easy one. Yeah, okay, Uh, exactly. Because because a whole lot of uh, people who are looking at this have gotten their 23andMe results. Yeah. How do you suppose it is that 23andMe is able to tell you that you are 82% German and uh, 14% French and so forth? And the the answer is it's not just that uh, you can tell the differences in the continental races, but you can, by using genetic markers, uh, go down to very, very uh, fine granular uh, understandings of uh, of your origins of your ancestors
0: but just because we can do okay. that doesn't mean we can map all that shit onto some other on, onto everything oh, come on just because we can determine that through genetic tests and there's some some you know, those tests aren't always completely accurate i would imagine but that doesn't mean that we can then turn around and map that shit as like genetics are the reason for x y and z that is ha- that are ha- that's happening in society
2: thing is at the continental scale it's even more obvious by the way these distinctions uh, which come out of what's called cluster analyses uh, have nothing to do with uh, the phenotypic behaviors all right they for these analyses they deliberately try to use what are called genetic markers that have no known effect on any trait and there are a bunch of them
1: and by phenotype one means somehow the expression of genetics the observed the observed,
2: yeah. uh, so, observed so so one's uh, using
1: markers that don't produce any observed uh effects right
2: and I've got to introduce one bit of jargon because I don't know how you talk about this without it that's snip yeah. and snip okay. single nucleotide polymorphism and what that means is that you have a, a base pair in DNA you have two different or could be more uh a variant, very variants on it and it can take on different uh, alleles. Uh, so <laughs> the, the jargon is so hard to well i know
1: the idea is that you there's gotta, a, let, a let me that there's a small you gotta, you segment you, of dna a, a bunch of letters that can that can vary in the population and when they vary they're expressed in two different ways red hair blonde hair blue eyes brown eyes that kind of thing
2: and and some of them do have a a, an expression in terms of, of that some of them don't you have you have the different uh uh, this Marcus- guy's talking like way out of his area of expertise. It has no known function, and those are the ones they use. Yeah. So, what I'm about to say does not directly imply any genetically caused differences.
0: Not only are they not biologists, but they're not like like this is a very specific like field of study. You know what I'm saying? It's not just that they're not biologists; they're not this. This, this is a very specific
2: field of biology. Ability or anything, but the statement is, is this that uh with these markers you have well and when you when you conduct analyses where you aren't telling the computer anything about the people they're analyzing you're just Mm -hmm. saying statistically find the clusters that that uh if i tell you to make three clusters do the best you can statistically to define three distinct ones. And what happens as you increase the number of clusters that- I you bet
0: Charles Murray's computer
2: is racist. is that it keeps discriminating people uh, first by their c- continental source of origin. So if you ask for two clusters, you have those uh, whose origins are in Sub-Saharan Africa versus everywhere else. If you have three clusters, you then have uh, sub-saharan africa and uh, europe and uh, and asia and if you go on to uh, five clusters you basically have the continental groups and they are separated statistically in terms of these genetic markers and i say we can do
0: we this- girl i feel or- like the people whose job it is like they've devoted their career to trying to understand how the brain works are pretty humble when they talk about how the brain works especially when they're talking to other experts in the field, right? You got to be. You got to hedge. You got to cop to what you don't know. It's known knowns and unknown knowns and known known unknowns or whatever the fuck it is that Donald Rumsfeld said.
2: First, because there's really no controversy about this anymore. And when I say you've gotten your 23andMe results, that's an indication of how far we've come since the first time that these findings emerged in the early 2000s.
1: Yeah, and um, and yeah, so I think, and I think you, but you do try to, but but that so that's the fact that there are, that there tend to that, that there are genetic differences between different groups, as you say. If anyone has done twenty three and Me, recognizes that. What becomes more? Content- but wait a minute, no, no. The, the
0: difference between the twenty three and Me test, and I'm gonna, oh, man, I'm, like I understand it in my head, right? Like I know what I want to say in my head, but I think I'm gonna have a hard time finding the words for it. <laughs> the twenty three and Me test goes it's like like post hoc or it's like it's like going and using what we know to figure out what happened in the past like where where your ancestors most likely came from whereas what Murray's doing is trying to say that the, the sort of the indicators that we've figured out that we can use to figure out where your ancestors came from on a, a group level are gonna be predictive of all kinds of things uh, no not all kinds of things intelligence general intelligence and those are two different those are two very different claims the cars going in complete opposite directions
1: is the claim but you you say my goal is to, is to get past the first hurdle in thinking about race differences and by the way you make a point of saying I'm not going to race I'm going to talk about populations because I want to do this in an evolutionary perspective because i want except that you fucking everybody
0: knows what you're talking about when you say population come on everybody knows what the fuck you're talking
1: about i want to understand that the genetic evolution that that's taken place in in hominid species anyway to lay out the evidence that it is evolutionarily reasonable to expect that phenotype differences among races in cognitive repertoires could at least be partially genetic and then expanding knowledge about a genetic variance supports that expectation. So um so
0: Great. Let's get a geneticist on to talk about this. Lawrence Krauss has um yeah, that's funny. Uh, Lawrence Krauss has access to like academics from all over the world still. I mean, a lot of people probably don't want to talk to him because he's fucking, you know,
1: you know. You know. There's just no way to talk about it, given all of the associations with race and neanderthals and all the rest the neanderthal thing right like that comes out of left field do you want to do you want to explain um i mean it's a reasonable presumption yeah it does feel bad i i Um, i i'm
0: glad you're here um you know and yeah on wednesdays we do the intellectual dollar tree that's what idt stands for so we we talk about these kinds of like public intellectual issues i fight for them uh this is a cool place you'll like it here um but we do talk about some heavy shit uh tomorrow night though super fun we do cults in the satanic panic we talk about Scientology and fucking fucking D and D panic and shit from the 80s so Thursday is a, a good uh, antidote to uh Wednesday um
1: how how differences in, in 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 genetics that have no phenotype production might lead you to the suspicion that 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 uh, genetic differences also relate to be just at some level impact on behavioral areas.
2: Okay. So, so now we go to the next proposition that, yeah. uh, that, that recent evolution, that evolution has been recent and uh, mostly local.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and this is, I think, a very important couple of points to get across to people in the 1970s and 1980s, you could have Richard Lewontin, a uh, famous geneticist uh, died recently uh, at Harvard who said that the very small proportion of the variance among human groups. Um, it, we'll have
0: to it, send the we'll have to send our it people. Was correct. It was, That's our territory. We will protect our territory.
2: And also you would have Stephen Jay Gould saying and for completely understandable reasons.
0: Who do you think is Stephen Jay Gould? Do you think Stephen Jay Gould is like part of Russell Jay Gould's family? I don't even remember who Stephen Jay Gould is.
2: That um, if humans dispersed out of Africa 60 to 80,000 years ago, evolutionarily, that's a blink of an eye. And he's had a famous passage where he says, you know, it's an exigent fact of history. Uh, it could have worked out differently, but, but the fact is that there cannot be important uh, substantive differences between the races because there has been enough time and
0: that seems reasonable
2: recently as the turn of the 20th century that was still the the ruling paradigm for understanding evolution evolution by mutation and mutation is an extremely slow process Mm -hmm. and furthermore when you do get mutations oh
0: here we go it's going to be fucking evo psych watch he's gonna it's evo psych
2: here it goes almost always deleterious Mm-hmm. Either they don't have any effect at all on your evolutionary fitness, or they're, <laughs> they're, they make things worse. There's a Russell Jay
0: Gould, but I don't know if you – Russell Jay Gould is the guy who uh, thinks that he's the postmaster general of the universe.
2: The, the idea that you can uh, have evolution that's producing new uh, valuable characteristics in humans over an 80,000-year period is just wrong. The big thing that was found out after the genome was sequenced, and that was in the early 2000s, I helped Did you
0: help with the screensaver
2: evolution can take place much more rapidly through what's called standing variation. So I'm going to use an analogy to try to get this across. It's completely made up. If uh,
0: Stephen Jay Gould was one of the good ones or whatever, if somebody can find an interview with him, even if it's really old, I'd be happy to run it on intellectual dollar tree, uh, like for the pod. It'd be. Uh, be refreshing. Flight across.
2: Suppose you think of a set even if he,
0: of he isn't one, even problems. he had, even if he's was problematic Over in some 12, ways, you can find like years. a longer form interview with him.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. You've got a hunter gatherer tribe. Uh, there's variation in those uh, snips back in the police scene. Probably it's standing variation, but it's not doing because it. the man <sighs> because the baddest <sighs> man on the planet is here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's no reason there's that's russell jay gould not more likely to not pass the on other one genes if you have the characteristic of thriftiness mm-hmm. because everything rots within a few days anyway yeah. and everything's very in common as soon as you invent agriculture and it can accumulate surpluses and through sur- surpluses yep evo cycles those same variants begin to have uh and augment your evolutionary fitness they do it um, both because uh, thrifty people are more likely to accumulate resources and have better health.
0: Who's sleazy?
2: They live longer. Who's it so
0: sleazy? Fun. We don't make friends here on Twitter. Nobody likes us, and we don't like anybody. That's not. We like Justin Freakin and fucking Polly people and Hilda Beast. We're fucking. We like, uh, obviously, Time for Tim foil We like Marcus.
2: But also for males, uh, there's a sexual selection thing whereby if you're thrifty and you get rich, you're more attractive to women and you're more likely to pass on your genes.
0: Yeah, that's societal pressure. That's not evolution. That's societal pressure.
2: So if you think of it that way, the variation's already there. You don't need mutations. All you need is an environmental impulse Oh, one of the guar guys is, <laughs> is a fucking piece of shit? that sucks i love guar it becomes comprehensible to how evolution can take place fairly quickly now i've used that and now what i cannot do in the, in the context of this is explain to you how these geneticists identify that uh evolution has been taking place and the timing of it it is for an outsider miraculous I- is this
0: like this is i think he this is evo psych i think this is the idea that like our psych uh, i don't want to i don't want to get out maybe i'm not right to talk about this um maybe i should have some maybe i should have a evolutionary psychologist on like one of the good ones one of them that isn't like a piece of shit talk a little bit about what evolutionary psychology is and whatnot if anybody knows one i'd love to have one on most of the times if I see evolutionary psychology, if somebody's either interested in it or they're an evolutionary psychologist in their bio on Twitter, they're not great. They're they're not exactly
2: very great. They're not good. I yeah. I've read all the techniques. Uh I could sort of under it's sort of like understanding quantum physics. Yeah. One night you think you understand and the next morning you don't anymore. Yeah. Well,
0: well I know, but the thing is I don't go to bed at night like drunk on my own fucking Yeah, yeah, hit me up. If there's somebody good in evo psych because i know there's a lot of shitty people in evo psych <clears throat> but like imagine like getting drunk on even if you're not drinking you're just like drunk on your own ego and you go to bed and you think you understand quantum physics quantum physicists don't go to bed at night thinking they understand quantum physics they think they're learning about it
2: it's uh it's it's the same in understanding these incredibly ingenious techniques that the geneticists have developed for timing the evolution but here's the here's what they found multiple studies not a subject of argument within the profession which is a lot of evolution
0: oh if you're enjoying the stream and you're on twitter share share a link oh, to the stream lots of different you know the discover. Uh, the, of, of, <clears> of we're trying to grow and raise money and shit to fucking make this shit audience. better uh, but all money's all, not the all, only you know, thing y'all the community if you, all, community, if, you
2: all could,
1: of, if you're on facebook
2: share evolution. it on facebook
1: since the uh, since out of africa
2: um yeah, yeah. yeah you've, you've also had introgression yeah. Which it, is it, that uh, the humans are left Africa interbred with Neanderthals, and they also interbred... Oh, God. ...these other...
0: Oh, no. Hold on.
1: The Neanderthal thing, right? Like, that comes out of left field. Whites are special. We're part Neanderthal. Uh,
2: hominids that uh, have been discovered. And that's in addition to the changes in standing variation that have Debate
0: gone Debate board. On. Yeah, yeah. RIP <clears throat> to my friend uh, Joe. If you go back to the very beginning, the first couple, the first maybe 20 or so podcasts, uh, my friend Joe, who passed away one night actually after leaving this very room, um, made up that name. He was making fun of the intellectual dark web and called it the intellectual dollar tree. We had to have a quick discussion about like, oh, is that, is there a problem here? Like, are we kind of making fun of poor people? And then we realized, no, we're actually making fun of rich people. And so it's fine. Yeah. But that's. The show came about because the women who are on our weekly news show were getting really, really tired of me putting this kind of shit on the weekly news show. So they like kicked all the, they fired all these people from the weekly news show. So we had to hire them over here at the intellectual Dollar Tree. We've been doing podcasts since uh, 2015. We haven't been on Twitch that long.
1: Sorry. And the second
2: thing that has been found is that different, different all of the of channel friend which basically correspond we also
0: do cults in the satanic and panic and on uh thursdays locally do conspiracy bingo uh, fridays yeah, we have a good time here
2: so that the the changes in uh standing variation in asia uh asian populations uh, are very seldom shared by european or sub-saharan african populations and if you, you put all that together and yeah you think the media one
0: is going to sit through this shit
2: for no absolutely not been, right that you have within historical times and certainly since humans dispersed out of we
1: matter, do it was last night and <clears <have> <clears
0: <throat> we had a great guest on uh the singer and lead guitarist well, from corpuscle
2: was on last subject night to the subsequent chapter of
1: the book mm-hmm. yeah, well, okay and 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 let i suppose we can go to that subsequent chapter i uh, i will say i just i just want to say You ran something by quickly that may get people thinking. When you talked about your thriftiness example, you're talking about hunter-gatherer society. Suddenly, it's basically a selection effect that appears that didn't appear before, that wasn't there before, can obviously enhance the the speed She's, you know, I think these people just make her mad.
0: I mean, if we made her do an episode like this, like if I was sick or something and the show must go on for whatever reason, she'd be fine. She'd probably have a lot of the same takes I do. She just fucking gets mad at this shit. It's just not her not her thing. And she covers stuff that I don't care about too, you know? That's just the way it goes. I'm like a 45-year-old white guy. Of course I care about this shit. Media wench is like around in my age cohort and uh, she's a goth late, a goth woman, so she fucking cares about different shit. Ah, thanks for gifting a sub to two hip to be square. Fucking very nice. Very nice. People be people be generous around here. We appreciate it.
1: Uh, of that of that variant being adopted and you said that thrifty people uh, you know become wealthy and that's attractive to women and what you really No 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 society. that's crazy
0: I have a funny thing to tell you about your wealth in adulthood highly correlated with the zip code you grew up in you know what the zip code you grew up in is highly correlated with
1: how much fucking money your family has or makes um where there's great scarcity uh it, it, it's it's evolutionarily women who have to who therefore have to uh lactate and, and take of her child need resources at that in those tribal societies and therefore it's it's reasonable to suspect that the people who amass a lot of resources are therefore attractive potential mates
2: except that you don't amass resources in it you just you just use them well but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you use them right away. Yeah, okay.
0: But yeah. let's let's go to the next. No, you could keep stuff in I a hunter-gatherer society.
1: Again, maybe
0: sharpie so diesel. But did I'm your parents? Start? I live in what's technically a better zip code than my parents do too. um I'm less wealthy. I think I don't own where I live. My parents certainly own their home at 45. You know how I know I live in a better zip code than my parents is if we're going out to dinner. We're not going out to dinner in their zip
1: code. Establish that there's been a tremendous amount of evolution since the time well, when That's like a city thing too, you know? In. Okay, that's an important point. point. Um, but that there are, that there are- um, uh, um, uh, Oh, you know, slouch yourself, uh, continental Population diesel, sure. differences and variants are associated with personality, ability, and social behavior are common. That these things result not just in, do result in behavioral changes. And last and, year and during go September, that, really somebody who I think doesn't even hang
0: out here anymore, one night, and I'm not fucking kidding, they gifted 70 subs like during one of the pods. And then during the post game, they gifted another 25 subs. I couldn't fucking believe it. Like Tom Cruise was just on the screen during the entire fucking podcast recording almost.
1: I, I, that i i got the sensory book and let me ask you to to verify this that yeah i was surprised that but september like <clears throat> september is real you, good because you get a, the, the claim you get a pretty deep discount on your subs in september population changes which and those population those continental differences generally correspond to what people might say are race right now um that there are differences that, but that they may the
0: real do. hero of this channel is risto because in the last year is this this thing for the 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 like how many subs have you gifted out, or whatever? Uh, the last year, Risto's given the most at 125.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't um, discredit the fact that within groups the variations are much greater than the variations between groups. Oh, thanks. Which is a really important fact. Now, I think is I, gold I got the is sense gold dead? You kept if gold is dead, we can't interview. stress this fact Mr. for gold. political reasons, obviously. But I didn't get the sense that there was any evidence that disagrees with that.
0: No, uh, but the problem probably is problematic the problem too, probably problematic, too, you know, is this in terms of,
2: oh, it's a we're all we're all a problem uh, in some way of the genome. And, and for a long time, well, it's in the, in the technical literature, it's called Lewontin's fallacy. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the people were writing about it as early as the 1980s. Uh, that the idea. No, oh, you
0: don't need to be a sub. Uh, you don't need to sub to comment. You uh, should be. You should be incentivized to talk about what's going on in the show at all times. That's what the chat's here. We put it up on the screen. Doesn't mean there's nothing the we like more system than on-topic discussion
2: in the chat. That matter. I mean, the the, the genome I'll be right back. I'm going to have an on-topic cocktail. Ninety-eight percent Yeah, but there's significant differences. Uh, yeah, and, and so uh, it's a case of having to hold two two thoughts in your mind at the same time. Uh, which is that humans are mostly the same and uh there can also nonetheless be significant differences uh it's so really hard
1: for- yeah, yeah no it is it is and it's hard to talk about now but but um uh there can be significant differences which once again don't have um necessarily value associated with them That the, the differences can be can, can be um if they exist can be beneficial in certain circumstances and not beneficial in other circumstances yeah um and but the,
2: the, go on the point is that, that if you go look at uh, let's say that you have uh, any given SNP, and you have let's say one of the alleles promotes uh, schizophrenia I guess I think that's an example I use in the book by promotes it i'm talking about it gives a tiny little bump to the likelihood of schizophrenia and i'll say parenthetically that another of the discoveries that's quite recent since the uh, sequencing in the genome is it used to be thought that you had genes for things uh, a yeah. gene for schizophrenia hmm. and maybe you would have more than one gene but even at the turn of the century uh the best uh, geneticists still ex- thought of 10 or 12 uh, SNPs as being involved was kind of surprising.
1: How go well,
0: back the to the fucking SNPs?
2: That even for for something as simple as height, which we know is 78% 80% heritable, you have thousands of SNPs that are associated with height. You have thousands of SNPs associated with IQ uh, or with schizophrenia or anything else. So it's a so, but you go back to the example. You have an allele which. That would be Peter Bogosian. Okay.
0: unless you're talking about a different well, bogosian you're lucky we didn't watch a peter Begosian tonight because there were the other option tonight was a peter Begosian.
2: for convenience let's refer to the percentage of people it's actually the percentage of genomes but yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's think of it in the percentage of people in a population who carry that allele let's
0: funny see. enough i put up a little poll on twitter and then uh one of our uh, po- i think it's a podcast listener they don't hang out here on twitch and uh, I put up a poll and they said hey if I you know if I zap you 10 bucks they like DM me They're they're like hey if I zap you 10 bucks will you take down your little Twitter poll and do the uh, Charles Murray Lawrence Krauss one and I said well I said you know you wouldn't even have to zap me 10 bucks but you can zap me 10 bucks and I'll do that sure because it was like somebody I know listens to the podcast
2: and like shares it
0: out all the time and stuff so
2: among Europeans you can also calculate the allele frequency for that same that might be a different Bogosian. Sub-Saharan African populations, East Asian populations. Question: Is are the frequency, is the allele frequency similar in all three groups, or is it different? Uh, if you're talking within Sub-Saharan, no,
0: you're talking just the right amount of trash,
2: actually. The and how different? Keep it like right at this fucking level from Nigerians the answer is the correlation between the allele frequencies is
0: i think kraus is just a bad um interviewer and guess what that's true for There's ways in which i could be a better interviewer like i i watch my own interviews and like i don't make eye contact with like i'm a bad presenter in some ways i don't make eye contact with the audience like i feel weird looking into the camera like this but i think kraus is kind of a bad interviewer I think he, he might be very interested in this, but it isn't apparent like from his body language or like what he's saying that he's interested in the conversation.
2: It's within East-Station populations mm-hmm. and it's true within European populations. The, the degree to which you can look at thousands of different uh, SNPs and and ask about the correlation of uh, allele frequencies, they're all about 0.9798. Wait, now,
0: there was a, an astronomer, like bad astronomy, was it Phil Plate? Did that guy turn into a fucking chud too? Did Phil plate turn into a giant piece of shit? Cause I don't see him making the rounds on any of this weird fucking skull measuring IQ fucking shit. I don't see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Did he turn out okay? Or is he also like kind of,
2: cause he was funny.
0: I saw him speak at Tam one year.
2: don't get excited about that size of a <laughs> correlation, a social scientist. It's unheard of to have correlations that, uh, and uh, but if you look at the differences, between just type slower, move on Jenkins, sub-Saharan Africa and Europe, the correlation averages more like 0. 0.7. And similarly, if you look, uh, at, uh, the Europeans and East Asians, correlations are about 0. 0.7, that's still pretty high. Uh-huh. But as anyone who's worked with correlations knows, if you do, a, if you do a scatter plot, Uh, of uh something two variables that have a correlation of (laughs) 0.7 there's a whole lot of scatter in that, and that's i'd like to see the graph
0: for this this interview because i bet like i bet they didn't like they're not hold they probably have a lot of views but i bet they didn't hold on to the audience very long like during this interview i bet that it's like almost like the inverse of like a graph of like and i know twitch is different because it's live but it's almost like the inverse of my graph right like literally when we get a graph like after like a a night where the show was pretty good, the trend is like up until like the last, maybe 30 minutes of the show. And then it starts to go down. Or if I, if I DJ or whatever, the trend is like up and you can see where I started DJing because the, uh, the viewership falls off, but I bet their graph is the opposite. Oh, that's Peter Vergozian. That's Peter. Yeah, that was, we almost watched him. I've been fucking, I've been going after Peter Boghossian because he like only argues with like college sophomores that disagree with him, but then he'll like have anybody on who agrees with him. It's just that if he's going to talk to somebody media trained, maybe somebody with a college degree or just somebody over 25, that person agrees with him. If He's going to find people who generally disagree with him. They're 19 being 19 is fine. You're not stupid because you're 19. You're just probably not media trained and you don't have like a, a lot of life experience. So somebody like Peter Bogosian can give you the runaround, and also he, it's because he's doing it like you just left like I don't know English 120 or whatever, and you thought you were just going home, and then this guy like, like, roped you into a conversation that you didn't expect to have. Fuck Peter Bogosian.
2: With not just a few uh of these snips, you
0: you smart enough to block me
2: differences across continents. Now here's the problem with writing the book two years ago: is it at about thirty percent? I think it's it's a very very large percentage Mm -hmm. whether you're talking about blood pressure or you're talking about schizophrenia or uh blood proteins or or social behavior or cognitive ability doesn't make any difference these differences are ubiquitous now the conclusion of that and by and large differences are ubiquitous wait does
0: he does he not see the difference between like because he's they're talking about the bell curve here they're talking around it but they're talking about the bell curve does he not see the difference between genetic predisposition for a disease versus how you perform on a standardized test like does he literally not see the difference between those two things and how one of them is going to be more easily more easily discovered through genetics than the other like does he not see the difference like i'm a layperson, right i'm not a i'm not a scientist statistician or anything but i see the difference between how you perform on a standardized test versus are you more uh, prone to certain kinds of cancers or something like that i i understand that those are different
2: things Conclusion from that is not about any specific trait. We aren't there yet. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, well then shut the fuck up and wait. The
2: geneticists are getting there. And they're making incredibly rapid progress. That's why I say 10 years, an awful lot of this stuff is Mm going to be understood.
0: But this is what he said when his book came out in the 90s. He's like, Oh, in another 10 years, I'm just going to be vindicated by the science. This guy's been saying, you know how they say Jesus is coming back? That's this guy. This, this guy's got the Jesus is coming back syndrome.
2: We aren't there yet. I am saying precisely the same thing that David Reich, a very highly respected geneticist at Harvard, I'm, I almost hate to bring him into it because quoted by Charles Murray is certainly not David Reich's <laughs> idea of a good time.
0: Well, that's, you might be, you know what it might be is that the guy you're talking about might not like that you misrepresent his work. I'm just guessing that this, like Charles, I forget the guy's name already, but Charles Murray might be misrepresenting this guy's work. And so maybe the guy doesn't like it. Or maybe he's like leaving parts out or using this guy's work in a way that the guy doesn't like because the guy's not a fucking racist. He's like, well, fuck the bell curve guy is mentioning me again. And now all these people on Twitter think that I'm an asshole, but I have to convince them that I'm not an asshole. (laughs) You know, come on. There are a lot of reasons you don't want Charles Murray citing you, but I'm guessing that he, that that either he thinks that's a joke because the guy is his friend, but I think more likely the guy doesn't like it because Charles Murray might be like misrepresenting his work here.
2: But he said it in the New York times op-ed piece. Okay. And he said it very eloquently. People have got to stop saying that what we know is races don't have any important genetic differences.
0: No, we're not saying that we're saying that your IQ shit is bullshit. We're saying that we're saying that you're like the 23 and me example is like kind of counter to what he's saying is that we can go back and look at your genetics to see like what your ancestors, like what, country they probably came from but that's like going back and this guy is like going forward into history or going yeah going forward into history saying well this group of people because of their genetics is going to be more inclined to be stupid and it's like well that's those are different things and that's why fucking people don't yeah of course there are genetic markers that like line up with what we consider race bone structure skin color those kinds of things but there's no evidence that that shit like fucking is Can be like broadened out to like how smart are you? There's just the evidence just isn't there.
2: Must be run down by the tsunami. I think he used the word the tsunami of data. And he went on to say this is not a catastrophe. He went on to say that these differences won't necessarily be great. But this idea of labeling someone a racist if they suggest that human groups can be significantly different genetically has got to stop Even though we but that's not the problem
0: system. i'm fine with like okay first of all there is a bit of a problem with that because there's some chance that when you take all of all of my genes i am a higher percentage of them uh are the same express themselves in the same way i don't know what the language around this is but there's a There's a chance that there's somebody on the other side of the fucking planet who my genetics line up with more closely than a guy who almost looks just like me and lives down the street. Not
2: all uh, there
0: will be genes that are different and some of them are, you know, map onto what we might call race. But. That's such a small percentage of our fucking genetics that it's like. Like the only reason to talk about it, I think, is if you're a racist or you have to talk about racists. Have to talk about racists is weird. I don't have to talk about racists. We could be talking about anything right now, but we're talking about racists, I suppose.
1: Sensible position. Well, even though I mean, there, are, in, you know, in certain diseases, we already know that there are there are group selection effects that. Yes,
0: but that's like, but puppy. the fucking that's not the same thing as how you perform on a standardized test
1: that different populations are more susceptible to certain diseases which we've is... known
2: that for decades actually. yeah that's yeah. one thing we but we've but we've for some reason people have said even though we've known for a long time the sickle cell anemia uh of
0: course you had to bring up sickle cell anemia i like was when i talked about it i made sure not to bring that shit up
2: to be genetically different in uh, in and and that the tay sachs syndrome has to be genetically different between uh ashkenazi jews and other populations we've known that for a long time
1: yeah, sure
2: uh but only for a few traits and for some reason we said but oh, those
0: aren't okay. how you perform on a standardized test you dumb fuck
2: no it, everything is going to be somewhat different
0: okay let's let's move from there like on a standardized test did you have breakfast i'm not even kidding you taking that test on an empty stomach you're not going to perform as well
1: in the last twenty minutes or so to to uh, to class, we, we've we, uh, which has got to be forty minutes
0: or forty more minutes. Is anybody still watching us at this point? Yeah, or, no. Believe yeah. me,
1: you know if you're thinking, oh yes, you know, don't worry. Uh, we've uh, this will be no nowhere near the longest podcast, but but, um, okay. but you know, I think to look it, one of the goals I want to have is. Is there a very few places where people can get, if they really want to understand something, they can get an in-depth discussion uh, between people, respectful, hopefully in-depth discussion of ideas and between
0: non-experts talking outside of like, these are people talking outside of their area of expertise. I mean, I guess I am too, but I'm just here as like, I'm like the court jester or whatever. Right. I'm here to like make fun and like, and like, a lot of times the stuff that I say and the criticisms I have, I feel like these are like obvious things that have nothing really to do with the facts of the matter. It's just with these people contradicting each other or contradicting themselves and like this grandiose notion that these people have of themselves, like they're fucking Galileo and shit. Like that's what we're here to talk about because we, we're not going to know about human genetics very well. I don't think any of us are geneticists. um so it's more important to be able to spot like hucksters and frauds and in this guy's case fucking racist people that work at a think tank
1: and um you know people can always take a break but I'm always uh my experience so far and we'll see what we happen happens here it's always um, happens I was tired at the beginning of the show
0: do I seem tired like, do you I know would,
1: you know I would have liked to even heard more so so I I hope that's the case I certainly if I didn't I'm think it was to. If i didn't think it was interesting i would have cut you off right now so
0: you're not gonna um, cut off charles well, murray I'm shut the fuck up time, so i'm willing to go on as long good, as, as long, you long as you're my as long as you're having a good time your calipers are mine should i come over um
1: and 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 i think um but i think it's it's fascinating to discuss these ideas but and my critique able to <laughs> published them.
0: by a nazi um, war movie. you know what and, we call oh we call um, um, um i call um i call killett i call it a skull measuring quarterly or i call it a incel esquire
1: certain ways as you point out it's just they're not content it's only killett
0: literally published an article in defense fucking phrenology
1: phrase them in other ways that they appear to be contentious but it's so
0: they pulled it down but you can find it on like archive.org
3: or whatever
1: that some things are, are true without any without ascribing any ideological or value significance to those statements they become clear it's only when you when you ascribe, and we'll talk about it in, in, in the next few minutes. So it becomes clear when you lie to yourself and tell you that
0: you're not ideological.
1: Yes, the ideolo- ideological aspect of, of this, which is, which is so worrisome. But anyway, let's talk about class. And, you're, and, 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 and I think we can go through this a little more swiftly. It's one of the areas where you've gotten clearly a lot of pushback as well. But the basic statement you're making is that, well, uh, i let me let me I, you, you, you say it. My proposition is that racism and sexism are no longer decisively important in determining who rises to the top. To support that proposition, I'm about to demonstrate that ethnic differences in two major components of class, economic attainment and income, nearly disappear for people at similar IQs. And um, and then you also say racism and sexism still play a role in determining who rises to the top, but that role is not decisive. We can have a range of opinions about whether the roles of racism and sexism merit the adjective large or small and advocate public different public policies depending upon our different perspectives without affecting the relevance of the role of genes environment and the interaction that continue uh, that constitute the topic uh, of 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 class so the and i think the again i'm gonna i'm going to, so one of the things you've gotten a lot of pushback for is basically saying that at some level What you might call um, intelligence, which is just an accident of nature, plays a large role in what is emerging to be distinct class differences, which are independent of race uh, more than we know more than depend upon on on relative, uh, as you would call it, IQ. No, Um, no, this is, again, history started yesterday. This is history
0: started yesterday shit. There was legal redlining in this country, I believe, up until the 80s, and then there's de facto redlining today. There are real estate agents that if you're a certain, you know, you look or talk a certain kind of way or whatever, they're not taking you to a certain neighborhood for a house. That house is already sold. Oh, the house you were interested in is already sold. Can I show you another house? Uh, Usually, most real estate agents aren't pieces of shit, right? But there are certainly some who are popular in certain kinds of neighborhoods who will do that. So this isn't this is history started yesterday shit that's all it is history must have started yesterday for for like what they're talking about here to be true uh
1: but um but also the other thing that i think was really important that i got out of reading this which i think is well for me even more fascinating because i always like not knowing rather than knowing in a sense because it means there's a lot we have to learn is that the dominant factor? Yeah, there's really yeah. They don't even know they're doing it. Again, it's like that person, that person
0: that's doing it doesn't know it. Maybe it's just the sort of the way their office works, and it's just the it's not the individual agents, but the the even just the legacy of that office, right? That real estate office sort of <clears throat> is just always shown white people houses, or even could be in a way where it goes the other way, where there's a real estate agency that always shows you know a oftentimes shows houses to people of color, and they. Maybe the pro it's the problem isn't that they're racist. It's that they they're like that neighborhood is not where black people live because those people are racist. I mean, it's, it's, people are complicated and society is in America. It's hundreds of millions of us. There's cities with millions of people. Shit's complicated and people, most people aren't bad, but the system is shit
1: to be and and by and and when you say this you also tie in i guess i'm going to kind of put the last three or three things together you tie in your experience that given this fact that intelligence is 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 crucially related to some success factor in our modern society that many (coughs) this is to the extent
0: that you can quantify intelligence god i this is this this part of it like I just can't imagine thinking that you've cracked the code and are able to quantify how smart someone is. Could you imagine thinking that you figured out how smart would you have to think you were to think that you could f- fucking figure out how smart everyone else is? Get the fuck out of here.
1: to by governments and local industry, local groups to intervene aren't, uh, uh, and programs that do that are, are guaranteed to not be successful at some level, which is, caused you a lot of grief i'm sure that statement
0: yeah lawrence krauss you benefited from a canadian society where that wasn't the case that's not how the government operated there the canadian government's becoming more like the american government as time goes on to their detriment but lawrence krauss i mean his yeah he benefited from a slightly more equal society where the government had programs for everyone he like gave an example of it, how like getting into university there isn't even cutthroat. That just people just go to university if they want. Like, how does he not understand? Like, how could he be a beneficiary of that kind of society and then be talking to Charles Murray and being like, "Oh, you you think you're saying that social programs don't work?" He's not going to push back, and he's the beneficiary. He like benefited from the. the social safety net and social and programs in canada he said it earlier that that's how we got like that's how that's how we got places and
1: fuck come on dude but but it's worth pointing out that you've been involved in this for a long time from the from the from actively being involved in at the end in the peace corps to studying this later on God, imagine him in
0: the Peace Corps. He was probably calling everybody the N word and shit if they were in Africa or wherever the fuck they were. Probably calling people fucking all kind of slurs. <laughs> imagine being with the Peace Corps with this guy. He's like, but, who brought the calipers?
1: So, so not just that, but the, the 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 really remarkable thing is that the chief determining factor that determines sort of behavior that's going to lead to success or happiness or many other things is completely unknown. It's not parental guidance it's it's, it's no, no 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 it's we don't know for sure because
0: humans are complicated but your parents how you see them behave when you're young is are they in conflict with each other are they fighting Are does are do you live in an abusive household where might makes right all of that fucking shut the fuck up we don't know We don't know the whole picture, but it's fucking your parents, dude. It's with the environment you grew up in. It sucks because that's no better than it being genetic, right? Because you fucking, you just fucking, fucking, it's a lot. Like being born is a lottery ticket you
1: didn't even buy. (sighs) Genetic, but it's due to unsupervised environment in a way that no one understands. And so those... I've thrown a lot of things together but I want to y- yeah you don't know what you're talking about
2: okay so here is a concept uh, another jargony concept that's really important the distinction between the shared environment and the non-shared environment uh the shared environment are the things that most people think of when they think of environmental causes of economic success socioeconomic status and so forth that include uh the income of the family yes uh, the educational attainment of the parents yes the parenting styles the quality of the neighborhood the quality of the schools
0: that's yes that's the, the well the quality of the neighborhood's a weird way to put it but your parents being friends with the neighbors is beneficial to you as a kid like like a latchkey kid right if you if your family is friends with the neighbors and you're a latchkey kid and you're like oh, shit i lost my key well, maybe your neighbor has an extra key to your place, or if not, your neighbor, you go, you go, Hey, I don't have my key. I can't get inside. And then your neighbor's like, Hey, come on in. And then you're in a safe place, hopefully. But for the most, most of the time you're, you're in a safe place you can watch TV. Maybe they'll pour you some lemonade, You can hang out, pet their cat, whatever it is until your parents get home. So like these things, they all matter. It all matters. And. It can't not matter.
2: Shared to some degree by all siblings, but it's shared most cleanly by twins.
0: Yeah, and you studied and twin studies. Twins Wait a minute, identical, identical or fraternal?
2: Same moment in a marriage. They're born at the same moment in the socioeconomic trajectory of the family over time, et cetera, et cetera. And so you've had a very powerful research tool in uh, taking large samples of uh, fraternal twins and examining their their similarities and large samples of identical twins and uh, looking at their similarities this is a completely separate thing from uh the famous studies of identical twins raised apart
1: that, mm-hmm, those yeah. are
2: interesting they're fun they're informative but the really large sample studies are not twins raised apart they're twins raised together because mm-hmm. that gives you algebraically a way of partitioning what's going on to illustrate why and I won't go through the algebra uh fraternal twins share 50 percent of their genes yeah of their parents genes uh, or, of, of, excuse me of their each other's genes identical twins one egg uh, uh I mean uh, they they uh they share 100 of their
1: genes
0: yeah the is it 100 I I, I could be one. wrong I thought it was like and nearly 100 percent.
2: that enables you to compute what proportion of the uh, variation you I've imp-
0: always had a weird fantasy about being with twins, but I would never do it because I also have some like um, ethical problems with it. You know, is accounted for one than the other. Uh, sure. Together. I got some ethical it's problems with that shit.
2: It's heritable. It allows you to compute what proportion is uh, accounted for by the shared environment. And if whatever is left over is called the non-shared environment. That's actually inaccurate, uh, insofar as it includes two things. It includes the non-shared environment, and it also includes measurement error.
1: Mm, okay. and measurement
2: error in the social sciences is a big deal.
1: Yeah, well, it's <laughs> a big deal in all of science. <laughs> the only difference is in physics. We can know, we know our measurement error is generally better than you do in social sciences, but it's an inherent yeah, part true.
0: of Yeah, because it's fucking complicated. Because people are fucking not rational actors. And it frustrates me that people don't realize that even economics is caught on to the fact that people aren't always necessarily acting in their own best interests. Like a lot of economics used to like assume that everybody was just out there like doing what was best for them economically. And it turns out, no,
1: no, don't build your model around that. The great thing about science is we can try and quanti- quantify our, our uncertainties instead of just ignoring them. Oh, yeah, fraternal, that's...
2: Anyway, the, the, the finding that came out starting in Thank the you. 1980s, because this technique... Why
0: that, that, when when Chad is at its best, uh, it's mm-hmm. given me stuff I didn't th-
2: know. Th- the startling thing that was first identified in the 1980s was the heritability of all... Yeah, this
0: I don't, yeah, I don't, is, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, that's weird. This is just for is my pleasure, no. They might not even be into yeah. each other, you know?
2: The surprising part was how little was explained by the shared environment
0: i mean wait a minute no i hope they're they're not into
2: each other if i met
0: twins that were into each other i wouldn't want to sleep with them Uh, at all
2: we like to think that as parents we account for a lot in how our kids turned out and i continue to believe that's true and in fact i can appeal to some empirical evidence for that as my wife likes to put it we can teach our kids to be nice even if we can't teach them to be smart and teach them to be good we can Mm -hmm. we we can socialize them to some Mm -hmm. degree and that's but no you
0: can teach your kids to be what Uh, we call smart like like yo like just the the easiest example is do you read to your kids before they know how to read
2: i don't remember that from Pusher of things that people have always thought historically were hugely affected by environment assured the factors in the shared environment aren't uh this has huge implications for what you can expect from attempts to change things yes and this is this is where i'm not saying that Okay, I am identified with one branch of the interpretation of this, which says this really constrains what you can expect out of environmental interventions. And there is a uh, book. But
0: that's because you're a right wing political
2: hack. that come out recently, the title of which I don't recall offhand, which uses a lot of the same science. Um and, and describes it accurately and comes to much more optimistic conclusions about how we can still use in- interventions to make a difference
0: yes we can help people so you know none of these you know nobody's trying is just giving people money you know the best thing you can do for people who are uh disadvantaged economically is just give them money every month
2: We'll phrase the argument that I think is a plausible one and a reasonable one, which is it's highly constrained because if you're starting out with, I love Twitter, I'm addicted to Twitter. So let's, let's since people are always talking about how you raise test scores, I and mean, mm. that's one of the main yeah. goals of pre-J and the rest know why, of it, but uh, it's supposed uh, to be an yeah.
1: American fixation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If
2: it's the case that the show, yes, it's an
0: American fixation because nobody else gives a fuck about standardized testing
2: of that. And I'm probably. (laughs) Uh, Good night. Okay. So you've got 20% that can be twiddled with through really effective programs, presumably. But the problem is that any intervention you have is going to comprise a small fraction of the total environmental environment uh, Mm -hmm. that the child. But he's
0: just asserting that the environment is only 20%. Did you catch that? It was like kind of a throwaway and he kind of like went over it as he was like trying to pretend he was talking about something else. He just asserted that on this, the environment is only 20%. He's fucking made that up, I think.
2: And so simply as a matter of math, you're looking at a potential change, even given a really good program that is severely constrained. And uh, And I will be happy if people will simply accept that and stop believing <laughs> every time the new york times gives you the latest story of miraculous increases in iq produced by a, by some program uh because
0: does the new york, york times do that
2: short-term effects of the exit test sometimes a lot of times you don't it was attenuate over time and yeah the overall the overall story is genes are a big portion of all kinds of personality factors, uh, all kinds of cognitive abilities, and an awful lot of social behavior. It's not, this is not genetic determinism.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, it sounds like uh, genetic
2: determinism. Modest proportions of the variance. Uh, we live with a great deal of uncertainty, whether genetic or environmental. No, it's not genetic determinism. It's just saying it's an important aspect. And we have in the past way overestimated uh, the direct effects of the way that we raise kids.
1: Yeah, no, I I think uh, uh, that um those two things are are very important. I, I I tend to take more I don't know whether soulless is the word from the fact that the largest component is still not understood, which I'll get to in a second. I, I guess the, the 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 thing that, that surprised like, me so much, that like we
0: they just don't want it to be environment right because if the largest component of this is environment then we have to like we have to reckon especially as americans as a person in the united states or people who are powerful in the united states we have to like reckon with our own position in society and how how we got here to our positions in society and those of us are um, you know i've i've been fairly fortunate i've done you know i've never never wondered where my next meal was coming from or how I was going to make rent or whatever. And maybe someone like me would have to reckon with that. It's that doesn't, isn't the case just because I'm special or good or smarter than most people or whatever, that it's a function of the society. Uh, It's a function of me being white me coming from a upper middle class family, you know, it's a function of those things. And like a lot of people don't want to reckon with that. And I just think that if, if that, is your circumstance. It's not really bad. It's good. And you can be fortunate and you should thank your parents and shit for like the work that they did. And fucking, I don't know if you run into an old neighbor, thank them for that time. They gave you the key to let you into your house. When you've lost your keys, you know, you can, you can understand this stuff and not, not feel like you're bad because of what happened. It's just you have to think about it a little bit for it not to be a personal attack on you or to say that you don't really have merit. You probably have merit. You just had luck, too. And the luck may have played a bigger role than the merit. And, like, if that's the case, then fucking okay. Like, I'm okay with that being the case for me. I don't really want to live in that world. I don't like the world. It doesn't say nothing about me. I was just born here. I didn't even choose to be born none of us had a choice to be born
1: much i mean as a parent you realize this immediately but i think in general it's a i i once described it recently to someone saying it was really a property of entropy in physics but the effectively it's just a lot easier to do bad than it is to do good it's a lot it's a lot easier to damage your children than to to then to improve them i think and 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 it's actually, but no, no 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 but if you're not damaging them oh you idiot
0: if you're not doing any harm to your kids and other people are inadvertently or abusively doing harm to their kids, then you're doing good by your kids. Don't you fucking, come on, man. What the fuck? This guy's like supposed to be a genius
1: of nature. And and so I think you said, I mean, it's, it's, you know, clearly you can abuse a child and, and really have severe impacts, but incrementally it's much harder and it's hard in society. It's a lot easier to have a to have the effects of of say someone who's a not a self-made billionaire who becomes president, um, and uh, uh, and wait what uh, uh, and and have those bad effects than it is to try and improve problems. It's just what the a fuck lot is this guy talking about? Than the other and. But at the same time, did you try to take a dig at Trump? I don't know. Uh,
0: and people are probably liberal cred, take a dig at Trump,
1: but I accept it's all. But
0: imagine if you couldn't think of something to insult I, Donald I
1: Trump about agree with the data in a sense and, and, and find it compellingly interesting is that while it's, tr- uh, while I think the data is clearly definitive that, that, that parenting perhaps doesn't like have. You a get them, pal. You like,
0: you like insulted a man who's made of like, whose body consists of like, The remnants of five million Big Macs. Good job, get him. Good job, Lib.
1: Would and and as you point out that while parent you know rich parents can solve problems that kids have that poor parents can't do in certain cases. No, no, no. The, The fucking rich parents. That's you're not even. The
0: rich parents sometimes make it so the problem never happens in the first place. The problem isn't the problem. Whatever the problem is, is something that can't happen. That's the thing. It's not, that, it's not that the rich parents keep bailing their kids out of the problems. It's that the rich
1: parents, there's, just, there's no fucking kids that have no care in the world. There's no problem. Especially if the kids run into it, problems. Um, the fact that, so much, that, that the unshared environment has such a big impact suggests to me, as someone who's much more amenable to, to, to new… It does solve a lot of problems, but like also
0: just having money in the first place sometimes means the problem, whatever it is, doesn't come up.
1: That if, as we learn more about what aspects of the unshared environment really do help or change, what help or hurt, we might be able
0: to explore. Yeah, they're not even talking about prenatal care, Once too. Yeah. Learn- There's just so many factors here. Like, was your mom smoking or drinking while you were pregnant? Come on. These are all environmental factors. This is stupid. Like, it, it seems like they're engaged. It just seems like I, I would, I would. I'll say that I'm confident that what we're this is motivated reasoning. It's all motivated reasoning. Yeah, lead paint. A lot of people think that lead paint, but not just lead paint. Like the lead in uh, gasoline and stuff um, may have had some sort of effect on people's neurology that increased violent crime. There are people, who, and they have. They don't just. They didn't just like pull it out of thin air or whatever. You know.
1: about the, the how, how biologically that that unmanipulated environment has an impact we might be able to th- think of new ways to manipulate things in a way to what unmanipulated environment what do you think about that well let,
2: let me try to dash all of your hopes good <laughs> that's, that's stuck <laughs>
0: what does he mean on what the fuck? hold on he just said unmanipulated environment who the fuck lives in an unmanipulated environment
2: some very smart people have been working on precisely that issue mm-hmm. robert ploment has been one of the leading people who have been trying to, to to figure out this non-shared environment charles
0: murray stefan Molyneux's
2: dad has been working on it for decades now and they've made quite little progress as he he will say i fight but for I, them peace I, out have have a good just night. offer instead two other observations um uh, one is any parent who has had more than one child knows that those two kids had characteristics that were quite different from the sure. get-go that you recognized in the first few weeks of life in yeah. some cases And but that's furthermore. not
0: but that's again this has nothing to do with how like they do on a standardized test
2: i think parents of more than one child recognize there is no way that they are able to change the second kid to be more like the first kid or mm-hmm. vice versa sure. uh, it just the, the, the impossibility of that becomes apparent pretty quickly. Oh, so I'm saying basically our experiences past with these traits and their intractability yes. generalizes to a larger population. A second thing that I would offer in terms of, of caution about what we're gonna learn about the non-shared environment goes to the phenomena known as I'm getting old and I'm becoming more and more like my mother for girls and i'm more and more like my dad like
0: as i get older i think i get more and more parents. like my mom
2: and that is reflected in the data on heritability over time
0: no no it's that's just that, that's just like a thing that you think you were always kind of like your parents and then like you think about it as you become an adult when you were a kid your parents were adults and you do things that remind you of your parents when they were adults maybe Maybe when I'm like, oh, I am getting more like my mom, maybe I'm literally remembering shit my mom did when she was 45, right? Because I'm going to be kind of like my parents, sure. But I'm not getting, uh, I'm not not becoming like my mom as she is now, a retired woman. No, I'm not becoming like my mom as she is now. But yeah, like as you, yeah, you'll remind yourself of your parents maybe as you grow older. Absolutely. But you see, you never met your mom when she was seventeen, so you don't know what she was like at seventeen. Maybe you reminded her you maybe you reminded her of herself when you were seventeen, and that's why she got mad at you for what you were doing when you were seventeen because she knows now that what she was doing at seventeen was stupid or something like that, right? Oh, thanks for the follow up, by the way, Muhammad. Um, yeah, you as you get old, yeah, you can't remind like when you're sixteen, you can't be like, oh, I, I feel like I'm more like my mother. Well, no you didn't even know your mom when she was 16 like come on dude fucking shut this is dumb this right here is real dumb ah uh, we're doing well i mean we're watching like a watching like a like a, a race and iq fucking grifter talk to like a friend of jeffrey epstein so i mean uh, we're doing well all things considered uh, I'll be right
2: back. I'm going to pour another drink. So sort the of standardized test scores and IQ, uh, the heritability of IQ uh, normally for five-year-olds is pretty low. It's mm-hmm. maybe 0. 0.3, 0. 0.4, and uh, it goes up. And so by adolescence, it's up around 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6. And by full, you know, full maturity, it can rise up near 0. 0.8. And so you say to yourself, why should that be? Because intuitively you would say, you start out with your genes, but your environment accumulates over time and presumably the effect of the environment should accumulate over time. time. The alternative is to say this, and I'm offering this as an analogy, we're way off the, this is things we don't have to argue about anymore. We can argue about this one, but I'll just present it as my, my okay. own view I've come to. And that is that a lot of us, as we grow up, particularly in adolescence, we are consciously rebelling against our, our, uh, uh, our genetic tendencies because we rebel against our parents, we're rebelling against whatever. We do a lot of things when we're 18, 19, 20, and into, through our 20s, which are experimental. We're trying stuff. And as time goes on, we got a form of regression to the mean,
1: yeah.
2: uh, which is that um, th- those are in a way aberrations from natural tendencies, and those aberrations diminish, and you generalize that statement, and that can help account for the increasing heritability of IQ, of personality traits, or the rest of it. This is not dispositive proof at all. It is an attempt to say we have a very well established phenomena of increasing heritability with age.
0: Yeah, I always like, and uh, again, like when I, you remind yourself of your parents because you're like your parents. And like when you become 40 or 45 or 50 or whatever, you sort of remember your parents at that age and you're like, I guess I am kind of like them. You fucking, God, what a dumb thing. You're going to think that at seven. Also, he said something about an heritability of IQ at five. Like, could you imagine, like, you're five years old? You can't imagine being five years old. You probably don't remember it. Somebody's like, here, take an IQ test, and you just, like, you like fucking spill your juice on it. Thinking about it, that might be fruitful.
1: Okay, it's good. I, I Okay, I, I do want to get to the... the now, I want to move to sort of your thoughts about... Your more value judgments about how this impacts on society. Uh-oh. But I will... I, I do want to read this, uh, because... It, it, um you say it shouldn't this the goal which is 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 to is to try and understand class structure and where it comes from it should not obscure a larger truth the bulk of the variance in success in life is unexplained by either nature or nurture researchers are
0: lucky oh i don't know about it's not maybe nurture but it's like the the socioeconomic status of your parents yo
1: educational achievement attainment with measures of abilities and socioeconomic background They're lucky if they can explain even a quarter of the variance in earned income by such measures. The takeaway for thinking about our future as individuals is that we do not live in a deterministic world ruled by either genes or social background, let alone race or gender. But Proposition 9, which is about social classes, um, is is about classes, not individuals. The takeaway for thinking about the future of modern Western societies is that the role of genes is important for shaping class structure. So, inside it, instead of the like, like
0: this is crazy.
1: Is, we don't live in a deterministic world. It's not saying genetic determinism, but genes. No, like, he's,
0: he'll argue for and, the and other and, thing. And,
1: and, and in your last few, few chapters, where you start to talk, about, you begin to talk about. Right. Because if you really believed like, this, that certain people were just
0: genetically predisposed to like not be able to succeed in the world, wouldn't you want social programs a strong social safety net possibly something like ubi on top of other things in the social safety wouldn't you want those things because like those are just human beings if you really believed this and you were a compassionate person or just like a fucking not even you don't have to be particularly compassionate you just have to not be a complete asshole you'd be like oh well we need to like make programs and we need to like do like try to try to level the playing field anyway so that people can all have some kind of decent quality of life, regardless of what they're fucking what they won in the genetic lottery or whatever. But the conclusion is always the other way. It's always, well, let's punish these people. Let's fuck these people over. Oh, they deserve to be poor. They're genetically inferior. And that's fucking monster shit. That's it. This is monster. People, people who believe that are fucking monsters.
1: Value, and I want to give a few quotes, and 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 end in the. You know, we'll go on for about another five or ten minutes. um,
0: sure. uh, <clears throat> Close su- to twenty. I
1: submit that the evidence is conclusive enough to warrant treating them as facts. The implication is that advanced societies have replaced one form of unfairness with another. The old form of unfairness was that talented people were prevented from realizing their potential because of artificial barriers rooted in powerlessness and lack of opportunity. The new form of unfairness is that talent is largely a matter of luck, and that the few who are so unusually talented that they rise to the top are the beneficiaries of luck in the genetic lottery. The future, and then I jump ahead here, and, and it, that's the that's the end of one chapter, and you begin the next by saying the future of the liberal arts, when you talk about the future, therefore, lies therefore in addressing the fundamental questions of human existence head on, without embarrassment or fear. Taking them from the top down and easily understood language and progressively rearranging them into domains of inquiry that unite the best of science and humanities in each level of organization. And, 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 and so the, the first statement is that basically it is a genetic. Yeah, just problem. even nepotism, right? Yeah. Genes, like
0: I know a guy that can hook you up with a job is like a function of class a lot of the time. It may not even be that you're like upper class or whatever, but it's just that your parents are well networked within maybe their socioeconomic class, right? Maybe your parents are working class, but they're real well networked. So then, uh, you know, during the summer when you, when you, when you're not at university or whatever, you like, instead of having to go work at McDonald's or whatever, they know, you know, somebody who needs a person at a, I don't know, like a, like some kind of metallurgy shop or whatever. It's not like a high skilled job, but it's going to pay more than that fucking thing job at McDonald's. It's all, it's all about fucking connections and money. And if like your parents are hella popular, even if they're not rich, that puts you in an advantage. It's just there's so many factors here that the 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 absolute desperation in some of these people's fucking it has to be in their mind. They're like desperate for all to be genetically like predetermined, and it just seems very unskeptical
1: but the ones i've heard talk about usually i mean they their parents are rich but dk
0: that's right that's another fact like there's just so many factors in all this
1: shit your value judgment like that
0: there's a real problem with trying to like like your life's work being that this is all because you have better genetics and that's why you're at the top of this heap you're if that's your life's work you're you're stupid and you're disgusting
1: in the fact of what we do about the fact that 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 lucky genes or talent produces a, a socioeconomic class structure and what we're going to do about it. So so I want I want I want. This also just
0: assumes almost like a pure meritocracy, and that's crazy.
1: I want you to elaborate on that concern about that constraint and what we might do. Is, but if I were at the top of the heap, like these guys are both kind of at the top of the heap, out of like.
0: Out his window was like a lake or like a like a big river, some kind of body of water. He lives like like on the, the shore of some body of water. Those are usually kind of high priced homes. I don't even want to think about how much fucking money Charles Murray has. He probably got as much more he probably got more money than Eric Weinstein.
2: Yeah, and I would also suggest to uh, people who are watching this that they read a book by Michael Sandel who's a philosopher at Harvard uh, called The Tyranny of Meritocracy that came yes. out uh, about a year ago, I think, and is a very thoughtful discussion of this problem. The, the, and Dick Hernstein and I were also aware of this when we wrote The Bell Curve. And if you go to the last chapter of The Bell Curve, uh, you will see a lot of what I'm about to say now the one of uh, one perfectly reasonable response.
0: Oh monk, yeah, like fuck yeah. I love it when people's first chat, first thing they say when they come in here and they're like what the fuck is going on here. That's my favorite. We don't ever want to like lose that fucking weird Twitch thing that we're doing. There's um l- deranged lefty central. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. I suppose so. Go read the about part of the channel. You see where it says about? Go read the about part. It'll tell you. I'm go read the rules, too. <laughs> yes, deranged lefty. Uh, yes, deranged. I am a I am a, a capitalist from, the Sil- from Silicon Valley who doesn't like racism and uh, thinks we could have more social programs. Uh, you've
2: entered deranged lefty Twitch. Uh, in the genetic lottery is to say, well, what we need to do is is to redistribute the world's goods uh, more effectively in a Rawlsian kind of fashion. John Rawls. We're the we're the wokest uh, place. The inequality is not justified. By we're
0: people. mean and we're woke. Who do you want? You want to get canceled? You come to the response. right place.
2: I think that a better response is not to say you have NFTs. Oh no, you don't. I stole them. But rather to frame the question as being one of how do you have a society. Yeah, it's overly if defensive. That's me. Of valued places for people of a very that overly defensive. Look at that. Qualities and characteristics uh, to fit. Are you
0: interested in By ethics in game journalism, Shadow Monk? You big ethics in game journalism vibes.
2: And that can be because uh, of a family and spouse <laughs> and children. It can be because of a community that would miss you. I suppose it can be because your place of employment would miss you uh it can also be because your faith community will miss you
1: mm-hmm.
2: have to introduce that
0: uh, that's right this guy used to be an atheist and now he, he is like is, he's like oh I really actually need to be a Christian so nationalist.
2: Words, I'm saying suppose we take someone who's got I'm not really considerate
0: uh so follow me on Twitter.
2: They're, they're below average in IQ, they're below average in beauty, they're below average in charm, they're below average in their personal skills. They're Shit, below, I feel
0: called out. I'm below average in IQ, below average in fucking attractiveness, below average in charm, below average in social skills. What you're trying to say, Murray, not everybody can be a genius and an Adonis like you, sir.
2: Average in industriousness. And uh, all of these are if you get down to it, not their fault because they were unlucky in the draw they need a society where they are not going to get rich uh but the peak performance have. looks like and i will say parenthetically i'm in favor of universal basic income
0: yeah i was going to talk before. oh but he's in favor of the version of universal basic income where it replaces all other social programs like I'm in favor of universal basic income, but we got a couple things we need to do before we even start thinking about that here in America. We got to do universal health care like every one of our allies has. We got to do a housing guarantee where nobody's homeless. Now, I think a housing guarantee would serve to kind of be rent control, like where if the housing of last resort was like a like a government housing project. I know housing projects get a bad rap, but that's because governments put up the housing project and then never fucking wanted to spend another dime on them ever again. That's kind of what the wire's about in a way. Um, I'd be for universal basic income if and only, but only after we have universal health care and like a housing guarantee in this country. I think pilot programs are good like if they're doing it in Tacoma and it's 500 per person in like a particular zip code or whatever, just to kind of see what it does. I think that's interesting. Um, but maybe they should be using that $500 to like do a housing guarantee, like that $500 per person in that zip code. Maybe if they spent that on making sure everyone there was housed, it might be a better use of that money. Shadow monk. I don't care if you think your healthcare is shit. Our healthcare here is such that if you don't have money, And you break your leg you could be bankrupt like it's not you know what i'm saying it's not it's not that your system is perfect it's that ours isn't a system right like our system is it's like survival of the fittest here as far as healthcare, and that's gross if you're i don't i don't think your system's perfect your system probably sucks but it sucks like the dmv you know what i'm saying like when i go to the dmv the dmv sucks but i'm gonna leave there with like my id right cuz that's the government's job is to give me an ID and your healthcare system probably sucks much in the way that the DMV sucks where you're like fuck i got to wait forever these people aren't really there's there's a lot of people here who seem like they don't know what the fuck they're doing like uh, that my picture looks bad oh shit i got to go back to the DMV like that's probably how your healthcare system sucks and i would just love it if our healthcare system sucked like the DMV sucks you know and, uh,
1: i was going to talk about that but that's uh, important and, and
2: uh, but but much more than that much more important than the income
0: preferably but if you die in the process that's okay you too that,
2: you can have a society where it is widely recognized you know recognized
0: 90 that's a but that's not true where did you hear that 90 like actually i don't argue with people in the chat like if you want to debate via text you can go do that on twitter or like a facebook group if you'd like to talk to me you can join discord and we can talk about how 99.9 percent of americans have health insurance
2: and celebrated that uh, uh, marriage is a wonderful source of the most intimate human contact, and family is a society. I've had a lot of intimate human contact, and I've never been married. Communities are so constructed that the communities are engaged in important activities that have lots of. I have health. I have health insurance, but it's like so that expensive. Uh, you can contribute I'm like self-employed. That. You 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 need a lot of niches for a lot of people. And now we're really getting to my own.
0: Like, why the fuck is my health insurance $600 a month? That's outrageous.
2: Uh, not a pure libertarian society, but a very decentralized society where the action, the stuff of life, is conducted at a local level to the maximum extent.
0: Yeah, I have like full coverage because I'm getting
2: older. Assortment of valued places. Uh, that is very much my own view. I am not going to diss anybody who disagrees with it, uh, but I would say that's the right, right way of framing.
0: Why do you use the word disingenuous instead of wrong? Can I be wrong and not be disingenuous, or do I have to be disingenuous if you think I'm wrong?
2: The problems that we have to come to grips with, we are not going to fix.
0: So you're a mind reader. I love me. Would you like to join the discord and talk to me? I haven't talked to a mind reader in a very long time. If you've got like a, if you're in kind of a quiet place and you got your phone and some earbuds or whatever, if you'd like to join the discord and talk to me, I haven't spoken to a mind reader in such a long time.
2: The, Can you uh, read my mind right now? What am I thinking about? The genetic lottery through income redistribution. Well, okay. Uh, they- that would, that is, that is sort of, that's sort of uh, one thing that, that might have effects at the margin. <laughs> I love, it
0: is not. I love mind readers. When, you can't just like you can't just be wrong with some of these people. They're like they're like Sam Harris, right? They're like, where'd it go? It's like um, he goes.
1: That's not good faith criticism.
0: Like not only is the critic or the person who disagrees with you wrong, they also just have to not believe what they're saying. They have to be disingenuous. They have to be lying. They have to be they have, there has to be something like they have to be trying to deceive everyone. They can't just be, you can't just disagree with them or they can't just be wrong. They have to be lying. And I love that. kind. That's like the, the show, the intellectual dollar tree is all about people who believe that people who publicly disagree with them don't really publicly disagree with them. They're doing it in bad faith. And I don't believe that I don't think that charles murray doesn't believe what the fuck he's saying i just think he's wrong and probably a white supremacist based on like his body of work through his career he doesn't have to be disingenuous i think most people will tell you the truth when they kind of tell you what they believe you know yeah, a lot of well, what people okay. believe is shit I, I wanna, but they, they ain't lying oh thanks I, for the I oh, oh thanks that. for the resub honorable jay to to, y'all are making this happen
1: express eloquently here it's a it, Part of what uh, I agree with so much of what you said. Part of it I disagree with. I'm I I think one uh, not uh, uh, I agree with everything you said. Oh, yeah, I, I said probably, probably a
0: white supremacist. Charles Murray's body of work is that of white supremacy.
1: It's a decentralized society that's done at the local level. I I think
0: I I, I would like a society. Where- no, you think I don't believe that? Like, okay, you know what? You get in my Discord and talk to me, or get out of my chat room, fucking weirdo. You want to argue with people via text? Go do it on Twitter. This my chat room is not a debate club. It's the first rule. You can join the Discord and talk to me via voice, or my mods are going to kick you out. This is not a debate club. Go argue with people on Twitter or, like, I don't know, on fucking Gab or wherever the fuck you hang out in. Oh, not ten seconds. That's un—that's unreasonable. But a minute or two. Well, the
1: basic needs are met by government, uh, and those basic needs are health. I'm not answering your question. If you want to ask me
0: questions, you can join the discord and you can ask them to me via voice. This isn't your channel. I understand that like, nobody wants to go out with you and nobody's like interested in like spending time with you. Nobody really wants to talk to you. So you're like going around, like trying to start uh, arguments via text with someone who's talking, you know, you're like a minute behind me, like a minute, two minutes behind me. Like what kind of conversation are we going to have in that kind of fucking scenario? you can join the discord you'll be in like more or less real-time discussion with me but you don't want to do that i know you don't want to do that because you'd have to talk to me
1: um, and 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 safety yeah pay attention well that's, now, that's what
0: i'm saying pay attention to me
1: those are needs which are not being met i yeah, would eight, argue.
0: 69 seconds is a United
1: good States. but but let me but i don't but but my view is, well, well, this is a dialogue and not an interview. I, I want to focus on what you said. And I thought I, this was an interview. You said because you wrote this so sucks even more it, as a dialogue. So, I, 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 so wonderful. So let me just say, my argument begins with two apparently unrelated propositions. First, the ultimate goal of public policy is not to do things like raise incomes or increase Wait, what? college graduation rates. But to enable people to flourish and to achieve deep satisfactions in life. But that's
0: like because some kind of fucking. Like, that's some kind of like Ukrainian fucking session. weird, like fucking spiritual Second, shit, right?
1: Recent decades, like, deep satisfaction.
0: What does that even mean?
1: That I described in "Coming Apart," another one of your books.
0: "Coming Apart" was probably worse than the bell curve.
1: Not just influential and affluent, but smart, highly educated, with its own distinctive culture, significantly, significantly cut off from the mainstream of American society. It's the same group, no longer emergent, but having come to ca- power that Richard Hernstein and I called the cognitive elite in the bell curve. The new upper class includes, though, is not limited But that's to, not,
0: what, like, how did they, how did the fucking, how did, like, the 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 wealthy gentry become the cognitive elite? Like, how did, like, when did those two things become different things? How did How did, like, old money become an in intellect i don't understand
1: Roles in shaping the nation's economy culture and politics
0: 500 two- oh shit for our me, friends in the discord i don't know if this is, is our friend but yeah deal. we'll talk you know what can you untime this person out um i don't want to time them out for like hella days if they actually came to talk to me
3: um hang on a sec let me get you unmuted to type in your chat hey i just joined your discord but i noticed i'd been timed out which was hilarious because i hadn't even typed anything else yet. Jeez, are, we, are you down to the video chat because you insulted like me so intensely there um i'd vi- love to video chat here i'd love for you to actually show show hey, me compared to you show you compared to me um with the, with the personal insults you just had that i must be like single and like pathetic and stuff let's let's compare first and i mean we'll this is how that's how my, that's like are.
0: my hold on hold on you 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 can hop on but uh... We use a different service. I have it running though. Uh, can I send you a link? Sure. Okay, hang on a sec.
3: And yeah, I did insult you. What you- Which is hilarious. It's just like most lefties. You're just like, Yeah, it's like someone's, someone's lefties, i just someone's character. You'll attack someone's character without even knowing them. All I'm when all I say is you're being disingenuous. I, when you are being disingenuous. You're you're, 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 ta- you're, ta- you're trying would, to talk the whole time. You right? asked why I would tell you what you asked why I would call you disingenuous as
0: opposed to wrong. Do you want to know why? Um, because you think that i'm lying and you think that i don't believe what nope. i'm saying no nope. well then what does disingenuous mean if i don't like believe the things that i'm saying
3: because you know you could know better but you're what does choosing that even mean t- what do you mean i know ch- that i could ch- know better because like, i you know mean? you're smart you're, you're, you're choosing the lowest common denominator to talk about at all times because you know what it, what will get you views on Twitch and what will, like, you know, the what you think, wait, I have
0: 51 people like, watching like, my channel. Do you yeah, think I know, that I have a lot most, of
3: views? You realize you're the most watched political streamer right now on, on Twitch right now in the politics channel. Oh, well, you don't have to come in here and compliment me like that. Is that true? Well, I'm saying like, then I, I often come to like the person who's being watched most on politics and see how garbage their discourse is and trying and to, well, why aren't you doing what, what's how, how's your channel doing? Oh, I just am starting to get into talking to politics. I just have realized how horrible most of the online conversations well, are then, about it.
0: Then maybe I'll be like uh, like trying to nip at your
3: heels once uh, once you get going, right? Sure, I'd love that. But I was just <laughs> pointing out that like, <laughs> are you going to, So wait, did you send me a link? I didn't get uh, any Hold on, hold me. on.
0: I mean, I, yeah, I'll send you
3: a link. Hold on. Have you ever used Video Ninja before? Yeah, I use it for like, yeah, stuff on my phone. Okay, you've used a Video Ninja before. Cool. Yeah, I can bring you one. Hold on a login. Yeah, it's helpful when you want to go cook something in your kitchen while you're streaming and you throw Video Ninja on your phone and have an oh. extra webcam. I mean, I just eat before my show. but Well, yeah, I do long-ass streams sometimes, though. So if you need to cook or if you need to like leave your room for five minutes, it's helpful to like, have your phone. Mm-hmm. That's why I've used Video Ninja before. It's a helpful service. Huh. I should actually take the chat with me when I like pour another drink or whatever. That'd be kind of funny. Right? If you have a good phone that does it quickly, mine's a piece of shit, so it's kind of inconvenient. But... probably shouldn't probably shouldn't matter if you're like on on like your local network there no i have like i don't fucking use cell phones i basically what i use as a cell phone is like a shitty old tablet that like was from one of my like sister's phone plans when i still lived with my mom like i literally don't i hate cell phones i could have a better cell phone so
0: i just i just sent you the link i mean i don't care if you're cute or not but um i just sent you a link
3: um no i just i just it's kind of i've i don't give a shit as much i don't give a shit as much now it's just a little annoying. Wanna, like, i just don't i'm calling care someone disingenuous like, I, it's not disingenuous <laughs> to insult you no like, when you i was calling someone married no, to, you just no, no, married no, you, to didn't, the word you didn't let me finish my sentence no you didn't let me finish my sentence i said i was coming on a little heated about the insults when you only insulted me because i called you disingenuous about that thing previous i'm not calling you disingenuous but, again i'm referring to when i first called you disingenuous but
0: like you're just like married to
3: this word like i know and i was asking i was to, hold on i was asking why you were I'm in chat to the, why can't
0: people just be wrong? Why do they have to always be like lying? Like Sam Harris does this shit too. Eric Weinstein does this shit too. All these like Galaxy Brain like people that we talk about on Wednesday do this. Where this person and isn't wrong. They're attacking and Sam me Cedar in does bad space. And,
3: and people like Sam Cedar and fucking Kyle Kalinski and other right. But I'm people you're talking to me. That, you're not talking to Sam they, or they, Kyle. But you're comparing me to those guys. I'm comparing you. No, to no.
0: Them. I'm. Yeah, yeah. I guess. So. Yes. What I'm so asking that, is, that, what, that it's a valid how comparison. Do, you're comparing. How do you determine that someone is being disingenuous or arguing in bad faith? By what method
3: do you determine these things? Your perceived intelligence seems higher than the horrible takes that you're coming how do you do, to. How do you, the you determine t- how smart I am? just your ability to like set up a stream talk on a camera follow a chat like you're you're below you're above like 100 iq i guess I, so I, you should be do you you believe in iq like as a measure of general uh, intelligence you, hold on hold on there are, there's actually iq like people who are below 80 iq cannot really function in society and we need like that's what that's what a lot of my lefty side comes from is like we want to care about the people who need help at the bottom there's a lot of people who stack up at the bottom of society right because that's why i've always been like a liberal hippie it's like we need to help those you're a liberal hippie my whole life dude i was raised by my liberal hippie mom and like only in the last few years have i become like a little more um, open to finally understanding what some right wing people talk about, and so I, a lot again, of I understand a lot of their talking points, I can argue with lefties a little better. If you're
0: just gonna like not like, I literally I asked like a pretty fair question. How do you determine what? that someone is being disingenuous?
3: I already answered because I perceive their intelligence to be higher than that of the horrible takes are, they're coming to. You, so they you they think, think get, smart? Hold on. Do you think smart people can disagree with you? I was going to say in chat, but you didn't want me to keep typing. That's why I came to Discord. Do you think smart people can disagree with you, or do you think if we were smart, we'd all agree with you? It's not about agreeing with me about everything. It's about having a disingenuous take about the specific issue I, we were talking about. I'm having it's a really
0: everything. hard time. I like I don't a understand. What
3: you're a lot of a lot of you left these like to umbrella out. Everything is like we're talking about one specific issue. I was talking about people having their legs broken and going bankrupt, and I said that that's disingenuous for you to say. You can that that can happen to somebody.
0: It's, it's it's un it's uncommon it's but it can happen to like, somebody like that. You're that's a, why I said earlier. Are you in a country said, with universal health care?
3: Yes, and that's why when I said earlier that 99.9% of people have health insurance in the states I was I was generalizing and you were you were correct to call me out for being no, wrong on that. Not even My, 75%. Yes, but those people who do not have health insurance, they are under welfare programs and other programs that will they will not go bankrupt if they break their legs there are other situations like oh, well, there are things health sure, sure. a lot of people who are under things like who were under you, things you sure were like to like things like that you sure like to like keep talking um uh, it, it takes a lot to say something real which you don't so i'm sorry that well, you have a hard time listening to more than one sentence at a time like why are
0: you to come talking
3: to me Oh, because it was hilarious. You were kind of just funny to talk to in chat, and I realized how triggered you were getting, so I figured I'd come into your Discord. I never do this. I'm triggered? And you're trying to tell us that, like, my assessment of
0: you before, you're, like, using the word Triggered. To describe somebody just disagreeing
3: with you, and you're mad that I like made the, no, the character assessment of you that I made earlier. Is that you right? were getting so annoyed in chat that you were like, "Yeah, am not you're gonna annoying with my chatters." Whereas you probably would normally respond to people chatting, but as soon as you're someone annoying. disagrees with you, you're like, "You're like, I'm gonna time you up for my chat." It's you're like, annoying. It's, so yeah, that's that's what annoys uh, people. Annoyed, Do you annoy annoyed, a lot of people, or is it just me? Annoyed is a synonym for triggered, dumb fuck. Jesus Christ! Is it you annoyed just admitted is- you're fucking triggered? Oh my god. You're actually fucking retarded. Jesus Christ. Oh, crook, hey, you can't dude. use that
0: word on my channel. Oh, did did we lose our friend? <laughs> god, why are people so fucking stupid? Oh man. I mean, I'm stupid too, but why are people so fucking stupid? He's hell mad. He was hot under the collar. That's pretty funny. Like, I don't care. Like, also, like, if you get mad at something or you're annoyed with something, that's like a human reaction, right? Like, there's no problem with being, thank you. Thank you for banning that person. That's the second person that used the R slur against me. I guess I deserve it because of that one time way back when we kind of first got here that I got fucking, like, heated with Ben Martin and used that word myself. Um, but I don't know. I, I grew. People. People. People were like, hey, don't do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was mad. That dude was mad. Like he was like talking hella fast and shit. He was like excited to be here. Also, how the fuck am I like the number one Twitch politics streamer right now? Is that even true?